with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unknown creative mind of our exciting creative brain together with John Adams. Hi John. Hi Ted. How are you? I'm good. It's a little bit exhausted from the journey. I am here now in Cove, actually, and uh, in John's house. It's a beautiful, lovely gallery house. We come later to that back. Uh, um, I, I met John today the first time. We had a, a chat via Facebook a couple of times, and uh, I couldn't make it before, but now I'm here. And uh, thank you very much for your invitation, because I will stay overnight here. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's lovely to meet you finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. For the other thing is, I work again with my with my lovely mics. Very professional, did cool. Jean is originally from Dublin, but he's living here in, in Cove for about nine years. Drummer and artist painter as well. And then with the artist painter first and drummer second. Okay, the painter first and drummer second. Yeah, I, I'm here in his house and surrounded by by his paintings, which are all beautiful. It's really it's this house has a very warm atmosphere. You can sense it. There's somebody as living here who, who loves art in general and creativity. John is doing as well a lot of events in this house, and uh, we will get to that all on a later stage. First of all, thank you very much for listening. Your listeners, I, I would thank as well all the listeners all over the world in America, Dallas, Texas, uh, New York, Colorado, in Argentina, Japan, Germany, France, England, especially Ireland, West Cork, Cork City, uh, Dublin, uh, Ballydop, Scal, you name it. Amazing, God, in so many listeners. So, well, uh, the first thing I'd say, so if you've had so many listeners outside of Ireland, I am really desperate to show my work outside of Ireland. So if any of your listeners like my work when they look at my website or my Instagram after this show, please contact me and let me know if you know of any opportunities or galleries that I can apply to exhibit my work in outside of Ireland. Because in Ireland, it's so difficult to get an exhibition in any art galleries in this country. That sounds that sounds like a plan. So, dear listeners, if you hear it, I mean, my friends in California, in Fortuna, in even LA, North Hollywood, and so on. If you have, if you have, if you have a gallery space, John can post it as well on Instagram, on Facebook, at the I Love West Cork Artist page, where he's a member as well. And also dead um the, you know my recent body of work my recent series is very topical at the moment it's very much um what everybody in the world is thinking about at the moment which is environmental issues and the struggles that animals are facing to survive on planet earth that's why my recent body of work has been called animals matter yeah and i actually started this work before the covid lockdown 
So I probably started in 2018. I started painting different animals, some that are facing extinction, some that are facing terrible struggles to survive, especially the animals in the oceans, because as everybody knows, we've been using the oceans as a place to dump our rubbish for so many years. And it, the plastic and all that is really getting to a critical stage now. Especially the microplastic. And also the overfishing in the oceans. It's yeah. just crazy. And the cruelty that we treat these animals like, you know, with shark fin fishing and whale fishing, all sorts of dreadful practices and dragging their nets along the bottom of the ocean, destroying the the environment. And um, so, you know, this started in 2018, but... During the COVID lockdown, yeah. it was really, um, it was ramped up because, you know, we were all restricted to uh, three mile radius. Uh, we weren't allowed to go any further than three miles yeah. from home for maybe a year or, or more. And in that period of time, I was walking along the beaches because I live by the sea here in Cove and the beaches of Cork Harbour. I noticed they were really dirty and there was so much rubbish on the beaches. Uh, there's so many plastic bottles and plastic straws and tin cans. But then I noticed there's a hell of a lot of fishing tackle. And once you notice it, you see that the fishermen are creating so much pollution in the oceans. Like everywhere you go in Cork Harbour, and there's fishing tackle. But there's a hell of a lot of plastic rubbish around the place. Mm. And myself and some friends, we tried to clean it up. And we realised it was too big a job. You know, Cork County Council, they don't, uh, they say they're not responsible for cleaning the shoreline. And then the Port of Cork say they're not responsible for cleaning the shoreline. So nobody cleans the shoreline. Uh, and then you're left with terrible situation where all this plastic is just where the sea comes in. And of course, that's where the waves are the strongest. So they're breaking down the plastic. And it's also... It's ingrained in the ground now. It is so much, so deep into the ground and all the seaweed is rotting. It's impossible to clean. You need big diggers to get in to clean it out. But we tried. Yeah. But um, as we were doing all this beach cleaning, I came across a lot of rubbish on the beach that was metal. And the metal was all rusted. Mm. And I, the first thing that struck me, because it was a sunny day when I found it, was how beautiful the colours in the rust were. Yeah. Beautiful oranges and ochres and different types of... Absolute rust is amazing. Yeah, it really was gorgeous. And, of course, you'd have the natural colour of the of the corrugated metal and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it occurred to me almost straight away, wow, you know, the colours in this were so beautiful, I'm going to try and paint on it. Yeah. Because because this is rubbish from the beach. Yeah. It, it occurred to me, he's really going to make a strong message if I'm painting the animals mm -hmm. that are struggling to survive in the oceans mm -hmm. on rubbish. Mm -hmm. That's found Absolutely. Uh, on the beach. Yeah. So I, I've done a lot of paintings on metal and corrugated metal in particular with the animals on it. And, you know, even my father said to me, he said, John, you've got to stop painting on this rubbish like because nobody's going <laughs> to buy it, you know. And he thought I was wasting my time. And to be honest with you, I thought I was wasting my time. I'm not. I like, oh, no, I, ne I never thought I was wasting my time. But what I thought is it would never sell. Yeah. And th that just goes to prove to the people who think I'm a commercial artist, which I most definitely am not. Yeah. 
that are not commercial because what is commercial? Because I was well, when you paint a picture yeah. and you you paint it because you think it will sell. Okay, like yeah. you choose the subject. Oh, that'll sell easy because you know it's a flower or it's a, yeah. a certain landscape that everybody loves. So, so it's 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 not it's not visual art in in the sense of that that you're a critical thinker. So, so I was painting these to get a message across, not because I wanted to sell them. But it turns out in the end that they were quite commercial because people loved them. Yeah. And, you know, I've sold these to Canada and America. And, really? You know, to different places around the world. How much was the was, 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 delivery? For 1,800 euro to buy one. To buy one. And how much was the delivery? It was a free never. Just to deliver. Yeah, it was supposed to, yeah. Wow. Have 400, yeah. So it's not cheap, is it? Not really, no. Yeah. Yeah. But that goes to show, you know, people people like my work and they respect it. And because it's telling a meta story, because it's got something powerful to say. I'm sure people now will post as well. So what's about the carbon footprint if you, if you send it over to America? Yeah, yeah, well, okay, but don't forget that ship was still going anyway. You know, that, fact, yeah, that ship yeah, was still yeah, going. Well, I mean, so I know my little parcel on that ship yeah. isn't going to make any yeah. difference. I, I know. I mean, it is. It is, uh, and. At the end of the day, to be honest, if you're artist, if you rarely like to be completely politically correct, politically perceived, you can't make art anymore. Yeah, no, it's something that I, I do. Um, you know, I, I made a film last year about my life, and it's one of the points I made in the film, is that most artists are polluting the environment with their heart. Like, I'm using acrylic paints. Every time I wash my brushes, I feel like I'm polluting the environment, so... I'm kind of conscious not to throw it down the sink straight away. This is Yeah, what I do is I wash my brushes first on a piece of cardboard so I get as much of the paint off the brush as possible. Mm. And then, when I've done that, I rinse it in the water mm. and then I pour the water into a bucket full of the ash from my fire and that will, the Hiluti will just bond with that okay. and it will, it becomes solid then. Really? It's not going into the water. I'll, I'll you know what I mean? Okay, okay. It's still polluting somewhere, but it'll be going to a dump somewhere full of terrible rubbish. Early. Uh, so, um, you know, I am polluting eventually, but... I'm trying my best not to. So you see, that's the thing where where I'm thinking about. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't painted for myself for a couple of years, and uh, that's the reason why I'm gonna currently work just as a digital shaman with digital art, you know. Yeah, but if you print it, it's very toxic. All the chemicals that we use for printing are really uh, that's as well. So, so, so sometimes I, I think, yeah, wow. For instance, I start next week with a painting, and and I say, oh, you know, they're really hypocritical. I say, no, it's. I mean, in fact. What 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 can you do? You you, you can you can kill yourself. You know, it's stone. Uh, we are making stone sculptures. That's not polluting. But then, if if you send it to America, it 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 costs a fortune. You know, so and a and a carbon footprint for it might be amazing. I don't know. I mean, it is. But look, everything we do. The trouble is, I I totally like a lot of people want to do something about the environment, but we don't have the options, right? Because the governments are doing all the wrong things. Yeah. For example, if you go shopping to any of the supermarkets in Ireland, everything is wrapped in plastic. Still. And I'm talking about everything. Still. Still. Like, I'd say about 90% of those things that are wrapped in plastic Still. don't have to yeah. be. They could be wrapped in... And the paper. Now that you see, 
You see, paper could also bring your own bags. Yeah, no, paper is still the, the problem for we live in an industrial revolution 2.0 or 3.0 already. And we all know we live in capitalism, you know, and it's all about how can you produce and store things as cheap as possible. And plastic is still the, the material which keeps things for our clean society. I'll just make two brackets. I know, I know, I know. It, it takes really a while. I mean, a friend of mine, he's producing seaweed burgers and sausages out of seaweed. You see anything? Yeah, I don't think I'd like that. I don't like the taste. It's, it, it's, it's really very fishy. Yeah. It's like, it's good to eat. It's very healthy. It's where else they found our way as well to get a package which is plastic free. So there are ways, you know. Or sir, that's the problem. The governments are doing all the wrong things. For example, electric cars. They are going to cause more pollution creating electric cars yeah. than anything else in the world. Yeah. Because what they never mention is that just to build one car, right, you're going to use two or three times more carbon emissions mm. just to build a car than it would ever use in its in a 20-year lifetime or a 30-year lifetime. Mm. Because even if you drive a car for 500,000 miles, it's not going to use anywhere near the amount of emissions as it takes to build that car. So they should be building cars that last for a lifetime and they should be recycling cars that are already built and putting engines in them that are more economical. They should be trying to encourage people to make their cars last longer instead of well, what they're doing is they're encouraging people to get new cars every year. They're giving, if the Irish government was doing a scrappage scheme only recently. You know, so people are scrapping oh, yeah. their cars. You know, that's they're the, encouraging the, people to buy yeah, cars. Look, this, this, is, this is, again, the, the way where we're living in, 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 in our capitalist society, you know. This creates new work. This creates this. This creates that. Okay, I get that. I can understand that somehow as well. I mean, I just have my bicycle, you know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm cycling just to have my e-bike and they'll do everything by bus and by train, you know. Yeah. So, when, like, for example, here at Cork Harbour, they're just building a new container terminal for the port of Cork across that. It's in the most stupid place you could ever imagine to put a container terminal in Ringeskiddy, yeah. where it is the other side of the Jack Lynch Tunnel, yeah. and they've just spent about half a billion on uh, building the new Jack Lynch uh, roundabout. They've done, done Kettle Roundabout, yeah. and they spent a fortune. They're going to spend a fortune on new roads for this container terminal, yeah. whereas where it was. They had it over near the Silver Springs on yeah. the north side of the harbour, uh, right beside a railway. Uh, now, any clever government would have put a lot of that freight on the railway for a start. And you've got a railway system in Ireland that's under you. It's what? It was. It, was, it, it, it used to be used, wasn't it? I mean, it, yeah, it was going to have to put it off. They, they don't give a damn about the environment. They don't give a damn about doing anything the right way. It takes ages. It'll take, and they've destroyed Cork Harbour. All this heavy industry they put around the harbour. They just, all they think about is money, money, money and uh, industry. But anyway, we're here to talk about my art. Yeah, I think actually, no. I mean, just about that, uh, um, change takes really ages. Politics and system is, is very slowly. We we all know that, you know. So back to the art. So back to John. I am here at John's place. Lovely Cove. I've never been in Cove before. It's a great place. We we thought about that. We, how, how are we going to split this three, three parts? And uh, normally I'm going to do past, present, and future. Just mentioned John's drummer as well. He doesn't have a band currently. I think it would, would be currently as well for him and, and a little bit. John, we, we just we just speak about that they, they discovered two months ago. Was it cancer? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was diagnosed with colon cancer three weeks after my father died in yeah. the end of June. And then. Um, 
had an operation three weeks after that. And um, that's seven weeks ago now. I'll be starting chemotherapy in two weeks' time. So I'm hoping to get back to painting very soon. Been very painful for the last seven, six weeks. So you had your you had your operation six weeks ago. No, seven weeks. Seven weeks ago, I was in pain for probably five weeks after that. You know. So you couldn't move a lot. No, and I can't lift because I've got a bag and stuff, and you have to be careful not to get a hernia. You know. So and you have to be careful that stuff you don't affect that that, that, that no. Yeah, and things and stuff. So carrying drums around or anything heavy is not on not you know, at the moment. Yeah. But I can play the drums, yeah, definitely. But I want to get back to painting. Is it, if, if, if you would paint, it's probably to, to keep the eye high for, for an hour or so. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I, I don't have to go too high. I normally sit down when I'm painting, so it's at the same level. Yeah. It won't be a problem. Well, that's okay. I can listen to that music while I'm painting. Which is great. I mean, John, John is somehow a punk rocker, an old school punk rocker. Yeah, so you have it six, yeah, it was six weeks ago. I had many bands over the years, and um, I'll, I'll let you play one of the sounds of my band in London, the Craw Daddies. We're gonna play, we're, we're gonna come, to, we're gonna come to that in a separate thing. It's just back, so you, you have in two weeks you, your chemo start. Oh, we decided actually that, that we won't go too long into his uh, episode with cancer. It's, it's just to let you know, there we are now, and crossly, John, when, when was your last exhibition? How? I had an exhibition in December of 2022. How was my last? 2023 has been a year to forget. You know, I had a car crash in February. Yeah. Then I lost one of my best friends in May and my father in June and then cancer in um, July. It's been a really crappy year, man. All right. Um, so I would say for, for the first part. I would like to... Do you, you have a band? You had a band. Yeah, I was in a band called Crap Seal Teeth. Crap seal teeth. And that is actually quite punk rock like. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I had a song called Mean Motherfucker. It was the first song I ever wrote. And it was probably our most popular song. The audience used to go wild to that one. And, 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 I mean, it's on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, no, the people can't find it because, um, you see, what happened it was it was on Balcony TV. Yeah. And that got bought out by Sony Records. And Sony actually took down that video. But it is still available on my Facebook, so um, I I can share it. I mean, what I'm gonna can I download it? And, and yeah, if you can, I'm gonna download it and upload it to, to YouTube. So then, then if, if we're gonna do that, so so if if it's your written by yourself, you just can speak about that. What what made you writing this song? Ah, nothing. It was just a jam session with the two lads in the band, and uh, you know that was the good thing I loved about that band was that we were we were very good at just jamming and making up stuff. And who was in the band? Had them a guy called Dara O'Brien and Pat Allen. Two of them. Pat Pat Allen was already in my podcast a couple of episodes before. He had the, this funk rock band was named Gwen Modelig. Yeah, but they had a, the last gig. I think it was a month ago or something like this. It is, and they're not in touch anymore. Those guys. And that's that's, that's a pity. I mean, that's 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 always sad. But I already explained to you why. This is often the case, dear listeners. If you have a band, they split very very often because of egos, because of anger. There's that you know and and uh, yeah that 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 happens and that's true you know, there were there are not a lot of bands who really made it until the end like the Beatles or the Stones or or, or even the Beatles stuff early yeah they didn't last it long they didn't last long as well so 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 yeah um that's great so I would say let's go play a mean motherfucker yeah crap sealed teeth.
Yeah. Dear listeners, before we're going to play that, I forgot completely. So you can join us on Facebook, on Isle of West Cork Artists, and you can discuss with us anything. Hi, Pastora. Pastora is our, our listener from Argentina, and she, she really, she comments every podcast, It's which is really great, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, you probably will love this song as well. Um, you can um, join us as well. Follow us on, on Instagram, Instagram at that schlich, Instagram at attitude or at I Love West Cork Artists. Um, I'm just working on my my web page. It was hacked that, that I get it online again. I hope I can say soon. Guys, you can buy t-shirts, but currently it's still not online. Um, John has as well a Facebook page because um, you, you can add him as friend on at on Facebook. Adam, it's just John Adams. John Adams, yeah, yeah, and um, it's John Adams Painter on Instagram. John Adams Painter on Instagram. I put all the links into my description. My website is yeah. John Adams Artist .ie. Okay, .ie is for Ireland, so it's John Adams Painter .ie. Okay. It's a website that needs updating. That's the problem with websites, isn't it? I, I've had so many web designers. They design your website and then they give it to you. But of course, you can't update it yourself because it's on WordPress and you're stuck in a situation that you can't update it. Yeah. So that is all. That's all to you, me motherfuckers. Bye bye. Thank you very much, John. Take care. Thank you, Dad. Crap seal teeth. <laughs>
listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.